Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live. How you doing today? Praise the Lord. Are you doing good? Well, hey, this is Jeremiah Smith here. We are here for for our live Sunday service. We're live on YouTube. We're live on Podbeam right now. If you want to catch the live service, here we are. And I hope that you're doing good today. Are you doing good? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of yourself spiritually? Are you taking care of yourself physically? Now, I'm not the the uh, person that's uh, be an athletic person or a person at the gym, but you know, taking care of your temple and taking care of your spirit are very important, aren't they? Taking, he says that uh, that uh, we should take care of our temple. Are you taking care of your temple today? Well, we're going to be doing that. We'll be we'll be feeding your spirit and encouraging you today. You didn't just happen to tune in by accident. The Bible says, if I be lifted up, I draw all men unto me. And some of you here for the first time, hearing this for the first time, you know, the Holy Spirit is drawing you here. You didn't just happen to step in here. You didn't just happen to turn this on. Uh, you know, and I don't know where you're at today, you know, but you didn't just happen to turn it on. God has a purpose for you, you know, and he's got a plan for you. He's got things he wants to do in your life today. Do you believe that? I believe it. He wants to do something special in your life. You know, you're, you're not just a, someone taking up air and someone just on this planet for no reason. No, God has a special purpose for you, and he wants to do some wonderful things in your life. You know, he's a good God. He's a good father. He's the good shepherd, what our Bible says, and he wants to make good things happen for you. You know, Old Roberts used to say, something good's going to happen to you. You know, this could be the very week that something unusually good happens for you. Did you know that? God wants some good things to happen for you this week. I know you're hearing all different avenues that there's just bad stuff and challenges and all these things, you know, but that doesn't, that's not what the, the voice of the Holy Spirit's saying. And that's not the way the wind of the Holy Spirit's talking. He wants to do some wonderful things still in the earth. And he wants to do some wonderful things for you. He's a good God and he wants good things to happen in your life today. Do you believe that? I believe if you, if you're tuning in, you know, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit has to say to the church today. Uh, he's wanting to speak some good things into your life. If you'll let him speak some good things into your life today. And he wants to encourage you. I believe that today, you know, we all need encouragement sometimes, you know, I don't know about you. I've, I've been down. I've been depressed. I've been sad. I've been, well, you don't know, needing someone to cheer me up, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, you just need to get in that environment where the Holy Spirit can work with you the, and uh, he's the counselor, he's the help and you can just bring yourself in there, lay yourself on the couch like the counselors do, you know, and lay there, you know, and just talk to God for a little bit, you know, let him counsel you, let him help you and let him encourage you. And I believe that's what he wants to do in this podcast today. So we're going to get into that today. You know, I'm so glad you joined us. If you're listening live or you're listening uh, by the podcast there by um, YouTube or by Podbean, we, we, we welcome you to be here live in the live services. Uh, they're at uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Time, Sundays at 4 p.m. Central Time. And, uh, you know, if you can't catch the live services, uh, you know, don't feel bad. You can always listen to the rebroadcast, amen, on Spotify, Google Music, 
iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbean. That's our home there. We have over 300 uh, podcasts on there to feed your spirit. Uh, Listen Notes, uh, Podbean, TuneIn off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer, Pandora, Amazon Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchasers, and uh, or Podchaser. I'm trying to say these right. Uh, Player FM, and then of course we have Samsung. That's one of our newest ones there, Samsung. And uh, so you can catch us on the Samsung podcast there if you'd like to too. And of course we're on YouTube out there. How you doing on YouTube? Are you doing good? When we get done, this will be uploaded, and you can listen to the uh, YouTube message if you can't catch that live. And, uh, of course, I've got my coffee here. Praise the Lord. Get you something to drink. Get you something. Get ready there. Get refreshed. This is going to be a good time in the Lord today. Let me get a drink here. And I'm so glad you're with us today. You know, I mean, it's an exciting thing to see what God's doing in the church. You know, the Bible talks about that the gospel will go out all over the world. You know, it's literally going all over the world right now. We're doing it live by YouTube. We're doing it live by Podbeam. And you can listen to this just about anywhere in the world. Think about that today. You know, it's going all over the place and it's flooding off. And, and you know, if it's, if it's, uh, you can't get it somewhere, somebody can download it right now for free. After we get done for free, listen to all the other ones right now. You can download for free and get them over to where they can't, they're not being getting to, you know, God will make sure that it goes all around the world, you know, and we can, we can get it to wherever it needs to go. The gospel's good news. You know, you need some good news today. You know, there's lots of bad news out there, but uh, God's gospel is good news. You know, it's not bad news. We didn't come to give you some bad news today. We came to give you some good news. Why don't you turn in the pages of the good news and not the old pages or the uh, the pages of the bad news that you can see every day and uh, listen to the good news. Praise the Lord. So we're live on YouTube and Podbean. You can catch those services live. If you can't, you can listen to them on the good or different places there that we listed there and if you you didn't have a chance to hear all those there's actually more than that uh, that we're on on the media so you can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam hit the media tab and you'll see there all the places that we're on uh we're actually on more than that some of them I've, i didn't even list that are on that list there and uh, of course we flood we actually go over to other areas too so you'll see most any place that you want to Hear Jeremiah Smith Ministries uh, messages. You can hear them on just about anything that you want to hear them on anymore. Uh, they just seem to go to every avenue. So if you want to check them out somewhere else or something that you listen to, check. You can look at that list and you can catch it. You know, for instance, I like to listen to Audible. You know, because I like to listen to books and things like that. You know, and Audible is pretty neat. It's got lots of Christian books on there. I, I don't. I'm not saying it doesn't have. It has lots of other books too. But I, I like the Christian books that are on there. Uh, but uh, you can listen to Audible and then, of course Jeremiah Smith. Ministries is on there and check that out and listen to your book and listen also to uh, Jeremiah Smith Ministry podcast. You know, that has pod, uh, podcasts on there as well. So it's pretty neat. But we're on lots of different places and you can check it out. If you'd like to give, you can give. There's no pressure. We don't put pressure on nobody. Uh, faith puts no pressure on anybody. And uh, we're not putting any pressure on you. You'd like to give, you can give. The Bible says Luke 6 38, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Uh, you know, some people may say, well, why does he mention that every time? You know, well, I mean, you're doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you that you should give. 
Uh, you don't have to give here, but you need to make sure you're giving somewhere so that God can sustain your life. You know, he wants to meet your needs. He wants to bless you, you know, and I like to give you that opportunity. If you'd like to give, there's no pressure to give. You can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com, hit the giving tab if you'd like to give there. But uh, feel free to give if you'd like to give. And uh, we also know that's God's law. The Galatians 6, 7 says, do not be deceived. God's not mocked whatsoever man sows. Notice he says, whatsoever a man sows. He didn't just leave it in one category. You know, in, the, in this case, he was talking about uh, spiritual things, you know, just sowing love and sowing the right things to other people, not of the flesh, but of the, of the spirit. But he also makes that category very big, whatsoever a man sows. So whatever you sow, God's going to bring it back, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And so you want to make sure that you're sowing so God can provide for you and your needs as your family. You know, and I'd be doing, like I say, I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't tell you that you need to sow so you can take care of your family. So that's why I talk about it every time there. You know, I'm not doing it just to pressure you, but I like you to know that you need to make sure and take care of your family and give you that opportunity to give. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you want to make sure that you're giving there somewhere. And so God can bring in the blessings into your life. You say, well, Jeremiah, you shouldn't sow to get. Well, you know, that's what God did. He sowed Jesus. So he would get you. Did you know that? And he expects a harvest and he expects you to reap a harvest, you know, and it's important that you, you know, that you sow so God can provide for you. That's, that's the way covenant works. You give to someone else and they give you something better. Study out the blood covenant in the Bible, you know, and you want to give so God can give you something better. It's blood covenant and he wants to do something special in your life today. So make sure you give him something to work with. You know, he wants to work something in your life. Praise the Lord. Well, we're going to be talking today uh, about a different subject. We're going to be getting into some things today, and I believe they're going to be a blessing to you today. And so grab your Bible, get your tablet, get your phone, get your neighbor's phone, get your neighbor's tablet, get your <laughs> get you something to look at the scriptures on. I would suggest that you get you something to write with if you can, or something you can type in some things, some notes today, because I'm going to give you some things that you might want to keep. Uh, for yourself, maybe for someone else. And so you might want to make sure that you can take down a few notes today. I will be hitting the subject of healing today. And you know, you may say, well, I don't need healing. Well, you know, you might need healing of a broken heart. You might need be healing from a situation in your life that you've dealt with. You know, we'll be talking about healing and Jesus is the healer of everything. And so we want to make sure that we get into that today. And you, you know, you, you might be surprised, you know, how this affects you and how much of a blessing it'll be to your life and that you can pass it on and that you can help someone else to get healed. Isn't that important that we go out and we pray for the sick and help the people that need to be healed to be healed today? There's people that have been hurt today that could hear, they'd enjoy a good healing message. And so we're going to be talking about that today. And here's some good healing scriptures. You could share a scripture with them and change your life just like that. Just knowing that God's a healing and loving God and he cares about your circumstances. So we're going to get into that today. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. Oh, I said your goodness, Father. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. You've been so good to us. You're so merciful to us on a daily basis, Father. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your peace, Father. Thank you for being so good to us. And we just love you, Father. We welcome you today, Father, today. And, uh, and to be in this podcast, to be in everything we're doing today. And Father, we just ask that your Holy Spirit be here. We ask you grace us today with your, your love and your joy and your peace today, Father. We ask that your Holy Spirit be our teacher be our help, be our standby as we get into this message. Flood us with light. 
help people and have something they came with today. Father, help them to get what they need today. And if they have questions, help them to get what they need as an answer to their questions. And Father, we ask that you help them, Father, not to go away, not one person not getting what they need today. And Father, we just ask for it in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. We go, we minister to you. We don't just come being selfish, asking, asking, asking. We want to minister to you. You've been too good to us, taking care of our families, taking care of us. Father, thank you for being a good example of what a father should be, Father, being perfect in every way for us. And we just love you, Father. Thank you for taking care of us in every way. You're too good to us. And we just love you, Father. Thank you for taking care of our needs and taking care of the things that we're called to do to help us fulfill that ministry that we have, Father. Thank you for taking care of us in every way. You've been so good to us in every way. If we were to sit here and talk about how good you are, you're good in everything we do, Father taking care of us from physical needs, Father, taking care of us in spiritual needs, taking care of our families, taking care of us on a daily basis. And Father, we just thank you for it in Jesus' name, taking care of our friends and all the all the other stuff. You're just too wonderful, Father. And we thank you for it in today in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, you know, we always want to welcome the Father to get involved in what we do. We didn't come here just to play church, did we? No, <laughs> we came here to be in church. You know, we are the church. You know, we come to let the Holy Spirit have his way. You know, we come to hear from the Father today. Did you come to hear from me? No, we come to hear from the Father today. The Father has the answers. He knows the beginning. He knows the end. He knows the middle. He knows what's going on with you. He knows your little stuff that are that's going on right now in your life. He knows everything, and it is little to him. He, you know, you think about the mass things that he deals with, your stuff's just little to him and he can fix it easy. He has no problem fixing whatever it is with you. It's not big to him. He's big, man. And, you know, you have to keep the right perspective too, when it comes to your situations, you know, sometimes we let those situations get bigger than they should be, you know, but to him, it's just little, it's not a big deal for him to fix and he can work it out more than a million ways. He's a good father, and he knows how to fix it more than a million ways, whatever it is. He's fixing someone else's problem that's a whole lot bigger than yours at the same time of your situation, and he's fixing someone else's problem that's even bigger than their situation at the same time. Think about that today, you know. He can fix it all, and none of it's a problem to him, and he wants to do that for you, and he don't, he don't take it lightly. He's a good father, whatever you think's big. And whatever you in your world and you think is big, he cares about it and he wants to help you with it today. Do you believe that? He wants to fix it, change it, make it better for you, but you got to listen to him. Listen to the Holy Spirit as he leads you today. You let him guide you and direct you in everything you do. So let's go over to Exodus 15. We're talking about healing today. And, you know, whatever you need healing of, you know, it might be disease, it could be a broken heart. Could be a you know it could be that you didn't you had some things that really hurt you. Think about that today. You know he's a healer of everything. He can heal any situation, fix any situation, turn it around for you, and you don't have to stay in that situation. Do you think it's too big for him? Do you think your situation's too big for God to fix? Well, you know that's what happens so many times. We make that situation way too big in our minds for God, and what we need to do is make God bigger than the situation, right? Well, you know, the Bible talks about prospering your spirit and making your situation. You need to make God bigger on the inside than your situation, which is very little to Him. <laughs> Amen. Think about that. He He sees it as little. 
but we have to make him bigger in our minds and in our spirits than the situation that comes from not feeding your spirit is what happens, you know, and you start feeding your spirit on the wrong stuff. You know, you start thinking, well, my situation's just way too big for him. You've been thinking it out. You've been, uh, you know, sitting there getting, you know, thinking it over and over and over and over, got it all too big. The enemy has been talking to you, makes it way too big, you know, for his, for God to fix it, you know, but God, when you pretty much, when you get him on the inside and you start prospering your spirit, you can make him bigger on the inside than your situation. And he can fix anything. I don't care what it is today. You know, you're talking about a God that makes planets. He makes stars. He made the solar system. Put the sun in place. He can fix any situation, right? But it has to do with your thinking, and you're thinking that he's big enough to do it. And he is, right? He's big enough to fix your situation. It doesn't matter what it is today, whatever the challenge you're facing today, he's able to fix it. But you just don't give up on him. You let him fix it, and he can do it more than a million ways. And we're looking at him being a healer today. Exodus 15.22, let's go over there real quick. Exodus 15.22, this is talking about uh, the waters that were bitter, God made them sweet. Let's look over here at the, uh, we'll start at the 22nd verse. He says, so Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur and they went the, uh, they went three days into the wilderness and found a water. Now, when they came to Mora, they came not to drink the waters of Mora for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Mora. And the people complained against Moses saying, what shall we drink? They're like, this is nasty water. This is gross. <laughs> it's bitter. <laughs> we can't drink this. This is disgusting. We can't have any of this water. God, what are we going to drink? We need something to drink, you know? And maybe today you're thinking, man, my situation is disgusting. It's bitter, man. I've been this way for a long time. This whole situation just stinks. I hate it. <laughs> You know, and God cared about their situation, didn't he? He's able to fix their situation, you know, and, you know, even when your situation is disgusting to you and you just can't stand it any longer, God can fix it. He can fix whatever you're dealing with today, but you have to let him fix it. You got And I like what they did though. They came to him, you know, and they thought in their situation, who, sh you know, they could have went to anybody, the scientists, anybody Let's Let's see if we can fix this ourselves, but they knew who could fix it. Do you know who can fix it today? You know, everybody in the world thinks they have an answer to everything, but, you know, there's only one God that has the answer to everything, and that's our God. And he can fix all the situations, but you need to know he's the one that's going to do it. He's the one that can do it for you. You know, you don't need to think every time you need to fix it, right? You don't need to think every time you're, you're the only one that can do it. You know, you need to think he's your source. He's your source for everything that you need. You know, and it's easy for us to sit there and think, well, man, I, I, I can do this. I can figure it out. I can fix it. You know, we should do that to, the, to a certain extent. But, you know, when you get, you've done what you can do, you need to realize he's the source for everything. He's the one who can fix it, you know, and, and it doesn't have to stay broken. It doesn't have to stay in a situation that can't be changed. No, he's a God who can fix any situation. Did you know that today? You say that with me. He, God, can fix my situation, right? God can fix my situation. You say, well, I don't know about that, Jeremiah. Well, we're going to look at that today. He can fix it for you. He can change it for you. You've got to let him do it, though. 
and let God change your situation for you. So the, their water's bitter. They're like, this is terrible. This stinks. I, I taste bad, you know. <laughs> You ever had that? You ever had some nasty water? I was, I, me and my son and my wife went to a restaurant the other day, you know, and we were sitting there in a the restaurant, brand new restaurant. We we're excited, man. We're going to try this restaurant. We went over there, you know, and they brought some water out. To, you know, I always like to get, <laughs> I like to get a glass of water and my drink just in case the waitress doesn't come back, you know? So I'm like, Hey honey, let's get, all right. So I'll take an unsweet tea, you know, and I'll take some, I'll take some water, you know? And so we set that on the table, you know, and of course I ran out of tea. So I'm getting into the water, you know, and both of them tasted horrible, just nasty, you know, and I got into the water and tastes like dishwater. I was like, why does this taste so nasty? You know, and, uh, my son, you know, he's drinking it, you know, and he's got some nasty water too. We're like, oh man, you know, and uh, finally she comes back and gives me, as I remember, she gave me more water or not. Oh yeah. She told me that the, uh, that we poured the tea out, you know, cause we were kind of late towards the evening and she said, we dumped the tea out, but I can get you some more water. So she got me more water. I'm like, Oh great. More dishwater, you know, <laughs> but some, some things don't taste good. Right. And, and that water didn't taste good. You know, I like a fresh water. I like a, a purified water. Oh, it's good. It's got good taste to it. I'm not a big water person, but I, I, if I want water, I want it to be purified, taste good, put the electrolytes in there. It's going to hit my body good. You know, I mean, it's a hundred degrees right now here in Oklahoma. It's been a hundred getting up to 111 this week. And uh, you know, you want some good fresh water when it's that hot, you know, and you want something that tastes good. And I'm sure these, 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 they were, this is during Exodus, you know, and when they were out there in the desert and you think about, man, they probably wanted some good, good tasting water. Think about that. And there's all there is is bitter water. So let's look at this here in the 24th verse and the people complain against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. And when he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Think about that today. He can make your situation sweet. <laughs> Think about that with God today. Maybe your situation's nasty and gross, doesn't taste good to you anymore, but he can make it sweet. Isn't that good to know? You know, he gives you sweet sleep. You know, you don't have to have bad sleep today. Bible says he gives us sweet sleep. You can have some good rest if you'll ask God to give you some good rest. But, you know, he gives you sweet sleep. He makes your situation sweet if you let God fix your situation. He's a good God, and he wants to make it a sweet situation for you. What's sweet to you? You know, would that be that you're healed of what you're dealing with today? Would that be that your situation's worked out that you've been dealing with today? You know, he wants to come in and make it sweet. Maybe it's been bitter to you for a long time. You know, there's some cases that the Bible talks about. They were, they had, they were bitter for, they had bad situations for a long time. Remember the guy on the porch there, been there for a long time, people running in, getting healed at one after another. And he's sitting there and his situation's bitter. It's not good. You know, but Jesus came by and told him, pick up his mat made his situation sweet, right? You know, remember the woman with the issue of blood, you know, for years she had an issue of blood, but Jesus come walking by and he made the situation sweet for her, didn't he? And you know, he can make a, a bitter situation sweet for you today. If you let him make it sweet, he can make that nasty, horrible situation that you're dealing with today. He can come in and make it sweet for you. Praise the Lord. There's no one else that can do this. There's only one God that can do this, and he does it with his, through the Messiah, Jesus Christ, today. There's not another Messiah. Jesus is the one that will come, and he'll make your situation sweet 
if you let him make your situation sweet. Amen. And he wants to make it sweet for you today. And he did that for them. He made their water sweet. They're drinking it. And it's, oh, man, you can't imagine this water. God made it sweet and made it better for them. Oh, they're probably tasting this. They're going, oh my goodness, this is the best water I've ever had. God made your water purified and good. You can imagine how good this water was. Think about that today. He made it purified, made it good. You know, and the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from him. So, you know, this was perfect water. This is better than what you go get at the 7-Eleven or what you'd get at some quickie trip there. You know, this is the good water. This is the best water you could possibly have because this is God changing the water into sweet water. You know, and your situation when he makes it sweet, it's going to be really, really sweet if you let him do it today, right? He'll make it better, make it good because every good and perfect gift comes from him. If you let him make your situation good, he's a good father. Amen. There, let's go to the next verse. He says, there he made a statue and an ordinance for them, and he he tested them and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statues, I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought to the Egyptians. Now, that's not a, you know, you think about the context of that. They had a choice. These Egyptians didn't have to have any harm with them. God didn't want any harm to come to them, but they wouldn't listen to him. You know, and people don't listen to God. They got to be careful about things. You know, that's how people get sick. That's how people have challenges. They won't listen to God. He's trying to help them make good things come to them, you know, but God doesn't put disease on people. The Bible says that he, he didn't come to steal, kill and destroy. He came to give you life and he came to give it to you more abundant, right? The Bible says that the devil comes to steal kill and destroy right and so you got to keep that in mind you know god wants good things for you he wants you to be healthy he wants you and we're going to look at some scriptures on that he wants you to be healed in every way but the enemy he tries to steal kill and destroy for people all the time and then they let it happen because they won't listen to god god wants good things for you listen to what it says here for i am the lord who heals you he wants you to be healed today he wants you to have good health today right? He's a good God and he wants good health for you today. You say, well, I can't believe that. I've been taught all my life that I'm supposed to be sick and he put this thing on me so I should suffer. No, God, he's a God that heals and he wants you to be in perfect health today. Let's look at this here. The Bible talks about here in this verse in the Hebrew that his name is Jehovah Rapha. That's the, he's the God that heals, right? That actually means the Lord, thy physician, He's your physician. He's better than any doctor. He's better than, you know, and I'm not saying don't go to a doctor because somebody will take that out of context, you know, you know, but, but he's the great physician, you know, a doctor can't make your situation completely better, but God can make it completely better with no problem. He may use a doctor, you know, but he, he's a God that heals and he's the great physician. He's the healing God. Amen. And that's just one of his redemptive names. Psalms 103. Well, actually, let's look at a few of his other redemptive names here. I'll give you an, an idea of his some of his names, which tell you about the character of God. I mean, he's a healing God, but uh, also Jehovah Jireh means he's the Lord who will provide. Maybe today you're needing provisions and needing him to help you with some stuff. You know, he's the Lord who will provide. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner, right? He's the banner of love. 
He's our banner. He takes care of our situations, and, and he has a message to you today. He's the God of love, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. He's, there's no peace like his peace. The peace that passes all understanding. He's our peace today, right? When the world doesn't have peace, we have a God of peace who gives us peace on a daily basis, gives us grace and joy on a daily basis. Jehovah Ra, the Lord, our shepherd. We talked about that. He's the good shepherd. And he wants good things for you. These are just some of his names the Bible talks about, tells you about his character a little bit. Jehovah Tishkadu, it means the Lord our righteousness. What's that mean? Well, it means that he's given you a position of righteousness. That's your position today. I have a whole series on that if you want to listen about righteousness, you know, that's his, but that's one of his names. He's Jehovah righteous, the, the, the Lord our righteousness. Amen. Jehovah Shama, the Lord our present. He's present, he never leaves you. He never forsakes you. He's a God who's present at all times. Think about that. He's everywhere at one time. He's present with you right there, wherever you're at in the world. And he's present to help you. He hasn't left you, never leaves you. He's That's his name, Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who's present. He hasn't given up on you. Doesn't matter where you're at today, whatever the circumstance is. He never leaves you or forsakes you. He's there with you right there. You may be by yourself all alone and you think i'm alone no you're not alone jehovah shama's there with you and that's part of his character that's one of his names that's who he is he's the lord who is present well in this case he's the lord thy physician he's a good doctor <laughs> you know you think about a doctor who can cure any disease you think about a doctor who can put a leg there that there is no leg you know he 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 can make an arm where there is no arm you know he can fix he's the lord thy physician you know he he takes pain away he fixes he heals hurts wounds broken hearts fix situations he he's the great physician you know physicians can only do a certain amount you know here on earth they might give you a prescription for something or they might help you with a little bit of a recovery, you know, but he's the great physician. Oh, great. In every way, he fixes and heals every situation because he's the great physician for you. He's the healer and he wants to heal for you. God is still a healer today. Do you believe that? He wants to heal you. He didn't, he wasn't just a healer back in the Old Testament. He's a healer today in the New Testament. And we're going to look at some scriptures talking about that today. Amen. He healed his people in the Old Testament and he heals his people in the New Testament. And he's our physician. He's our healer and he's still healing today. Let's look at a few scriptures here. Galatians 3.13 says it like this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. He has written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. You know, there were cursings and blessings in the Bible, you know. But Jesus took all the curse for you so that you could have healing when he hung on that cross there. What is the cross? Well, it's a representation of the covenant that he made for us. And, you know, some people may say, well, what's covenant? Well, I actually have a series on that if you want to go back and listen to it. But it's a, it's a contract that he made for you. And he made a contract at that cross for you so that you would have healing right now. So he wants you healed today, right? Let's look at Psalms. We're going to look real quick over here at Psalms 103.3. And uh, I was trying to fix my screen there just a little bit. Oh, my goodness. I just made it bigger than life there. Let's see here. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? All right, let's go here. Psalms 103.3 says, For forget, he forgiveth all thine iniquities and heals all thy diseases. Did he say one of them, part of them, a few of them? 
he heals just part of what's going on with you. <laughs> right? He he just fixes some of what's going on with you. No, he heals all thine diseases. Isaiah 53, five, 4 and 5 says it like this. Very familiar. Most people have heard this scripture before. He says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Who's that talking about? Isaiah's prophesying about the coming Messiah, Jesus who took healing, who took stripes for you, made made provision for healing for you at the cross. The new covenant, you know, New Testament means new covenant or new contract that he made at the cross. That's why that cross is, that cross is so important is because it represents the blood of the blood contract or blood covenant that Jesus made for you. He wrote it in his love and his blood that you would have healing today. So, so if you're putting up with healing, or you're putting up with sickness today, that's not God's best for you, is it? He wants you healed. He went to the cross so that you would be healed. Amen. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 in the Amplified says it like this. And I put this in here because it has a few more things that it brings out to you in the scriptures. And you know, the Hebrew scriptures are interesting. They have lots of meaning to them. You know, each word, they have lots more meaning than you might get the first time you go over it. And they amplify amplifies that those scriptures and brings them out a little bit more. Let's look at that. They amplified Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, Surely he bore our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. You know, he can help you with your sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses right now. What are you distressed with? And what, what's your weakness today? You know, God can help you with that. He paid for it at the cross and he carried our sorrows and our pains. Do you have sorrows and pains? He paid for that at the cross. So he paid at the, the price at the cross when he took stripes on his back for sorrows and pains. And it says of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken and smitten and afflicted by God as if with leprosy, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities, the chastisement uh, needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. So he wanted you to be whole in every area of your life. He wants you whole and broken hearts. Whatever you're dealing with, your hurts, he wants you healed today. We're going to pray for that at the end here. He wants you whole. He didn't like you not whole. He went to the cross to pay for you to be whole. He said, well, Jeremiah, our church don't believe that. That's okay. You tuned into this podcast, and we believe in healing here. Amen. You know, and I'm going to give you scripture after scripture concerning healing. If you don't like it, that's okay. You're still going to hear scripture after scripture about healing because we believe it here. Amen. This may not be the podcast for you. Because we're going to tell you about healing over and over and over and over because we believe in healing. That's what the Bible says, is that God wants you healed today. Amen. If you believe in healing, you're going to enjoy this message. It's going to be a blessing to you today. Amen. Jeremiah 33, 6 says, Behold, I will bring health and a cure, and I will cure them and reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. He brings health and a cure to you. You know, you maybe you don't even have a cure for what you're dealing with today. He brings health and a cure to you right there where you're at. He is health and a cure. <laughs> he is healing. That's who he is. And he's bringing health and a cure to you right now. Malachi 4.2 says, But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise, and healing is in his wings. Hey, he's, he's risen today. 
and healings in his wings for you, praise the Lord. You're not supposed to be in a bad condition. You're not supposed to be not healed. God wants you healed. He cares about you. He brings healing and a cure to you and healing in his wings to you. He's sending it out to you. I remember my father talked about how when he was uh, he was uh, dealing with a situation, I believe it was when he, he passed away the first time. He actually passed away, and he came out of his body, and he could actually see himself in the bed. He died. His family was all around the bed, and he actually came out of his body, and he could see his body from the story that he told me. But they had to fly in a special medicine. They were going to test on him to help him. He actually went back into his body, lived many years after that. You know, but he, he, he died there on the table. He had this condition in his face, you know, and he had some issues that he was dealing with and they had to fly in this special medicine, you know, to help him, you know, and God's flying in some special healthy medicine for you today, you know, and he, he's tested it. It's, and it's, it always works. This particular medicine, my dad hadn't, it didn't, you know, they hadn't tested it very much and he was going to get to try it. You know, this isn't a trial though. God's healing medicines coming to you today. And he, he never fails. He has no problem. His, his healing always works every time. If you let his healing work for you today, Malachi 4, 2 says, like I said, but unto you, I'm sorry, we were that just a minute ago, but unto you that fear my name, shall the son of righteousness arise and healing is in his wings. Oh, I just love that bringing healing to you, flying it out to you, wherever you're at in the world today, he's bringing healing to you right there. Proverbs 4.20 says it like this, my son attended to my words and clean thine, and climb thine ear unto my saints. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all your flesh. Some of you are healing the scriptures and their health to all your flesh right there where you're at today. His words are healing you. He sent his word and healed you, praise the Lord, and their health to your flesh. You get enough of his word in there, it starts pouring out and healing your flesh. He's healing you right now, praise the Lord. That's what the scripture, their health to all thy flesh. Keep thine heart with diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. You know, you're putting the good stuff in, good stuff starts coming out all over you, praise the Lord. And we're putting the good stuff in you today. He wants you to have health to all your flesh. Psalms 107.20 says it like this, he sent his word and healed them. You know, his words heal you. Some of you, you're sitting there, you're listening to me, you're getting healed in your car, you're getting healed in your bed, getting healed on your couch because he sent his word to heal you. It nothing to do with Jeremiah today has to do with God's word coming right there where you're at. He sent his word and it healed you. You know, he's stirring up your spirit with his word. You know, some of you are realizing for the first time, you know, that he wants to heal you and he wants your situation better than it was. He wants you healed. Start making plans, you know, for a good trip. You know, start making plans for, act like a healed person, praise the Lord. Start seeing yourself doing some things that a healed person would do, you know. Start, you know, looking at, hey, I'm going to fix up this yard. You know, I'm going to do some things that I hadn't done before. I'm going to fix up this house. I'm going to start doing some stuff that I can move in a way I couldn't move before because healing is touching you right there where he's, right there where you're at. You sit his word and heal them. His words are life and they are health. Amen. Jerry, let me give you just a few more scriptures. You say, was that all there is on healing? No. <laughs> Jeremiah 32, 27 says, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Now you, like I said before, maybe today you think, well, man, my situation is just too tough. You know, he says, is there anything too hard for me? 
you know, we only limit him with our own little minds, you know, but for him, there's nothing too hard for him. He made you, he makes every, he makes arms today. He makes, he makes arms and legs today. He makes hearts today. He makes, he makes it all. There's nothing too hard for him. He'd give you a new heart. He'll give you new blood. You know, he'd give you, he'd give you a new arm. There's nothing too hard for him. You know, I was, I was thinking about this and this might make some of you just cringe, you know, <laughs> but I was listening to a gentleman. Actually, I heard two stories that actually go exactly the same. They were actually two gentlemen that talked about how they went to heaven. And both of them said, well, one particular, he was very young. I think he said he was eight years old when the Lord, he, he, he went to heaven. He had an experience out of his body and in, in heaven. And you can believe this or not believe this. That's okay. But I'm just going to tell you what they said, both, what both these people said. They said they, he got there and he found this room, you know, after all these things that he did and all these experiences. I'm not going to go into details about those. But he found this room with legs and arms and eyes. And he's like, God, what is this? What is this room, you know, that he, when Jesus was taking him around, you know? And he said, that's, that's my extra part room. <laughs> if they ask for another arm, I'll send them another arm. If they need another eye, I'll send them another eye. That's my extra part room. Think about that. And then I heard this from another gentleman. He said he found that same room when he got to heaven. This is two people talking about they went to heaven and God had extra parts. You know, God has extra parts for you. He makes you, he made you in the first place and he has extra parts. He'll heal your arm. He can heal your eyes, give you a new eye. Nothing is too guard, hard for him. That's what he says. Is there anything too hard for me? Maybe you think your situation, you know, not just with healing today, you think your situation is just too hard for God. Are you kidding me? There's nothing too hard for God, you know? Maybe you think it is, but that's 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 not aligned with the Scripture. The Scripture says nothing is too hard for him, and you have to see him fixing your situation today. Well, you say, well, that's just Old Testament. Well, let's look at the New Testament a little bit. Matthew, the 8th chapter, the 16th verse, it says, And when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. He cast out their spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. He didn't heal one of them. He didn't go down just to this one person's going to get healed. He said he went up to this crowd and said, I'm going to heal everybody. Now, think about this. I don't know of one time, you know, when he, he said, no, I can't do it. You know, no, this isn't going to happen. You know, there's only one time in Scripture when that didn't happen with Jesus. And he came to a town where they didn't believe. You know, and you have to believe today he's going to do it for you. You know, they they didn't get healed just simply because they wouldn't believe it. You know, it was his own hometown. They got too used to him. He said, I could do no mighty works there because they wouldn't believe it. They had no faith. <laughs> All it takes is a little bit of faith. He said, just the faith of a mustard seed. And God can heal you right there where you are. All you got to do is believe he's going to heal you. Reach out and let him heal you today. And he wants to heal you in all your circumstances. He healed all that were sick, not just one of them. I'm reading it right here out of your Bible. In Matthew, the 18th chapter, the 16th verse said he healed them all. <laughs> he didn't hold out on one. He healed them all. The 17th verse is that it might be fulfilled. That was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. So he he took it all. He he, he It wasn't too big for him. <laughs> Right. And your situation ain't too big for you, for him either. You need to put it on him. He says, cast your cares on me. 
Why? Because some cares are too heavy for you and they're, they're too hard on your physical body. You need to put them on him and they're not too big for him. He, he took all the sicknesses. He took all the diseases. He took all the pains. It's not too heavy for him. And he, he heals them all. He doesn't just heal one. He heals them all. Amen. And we're only limited to us believing that he'll do it for us. Let's look at Mark, the 16th chapter, the 15th verse. He said, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And that's our job today. That's our mission statement today. That's why I'm here today is because we're going into all the world. And that's what he wants to do so he can usher in his coming. He wants to go into all the world, give them some good news. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to sit there being depressed and distressed. No, he's the healer with good news today, right? And that's the gospel we're preaching. I don't know what everybody else is preaching. I hope that's what they're preaching, but that's what the Bible says the good news is. He's a healing God. The 16th verse is, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them. That believe, are you a believer today? What's the signs he said will fall them that believe? Did he say this was just for preachers? Did he say this was just for, you know, uh, laity? Did he say this was just for prophets or, you know, somebody that he's called into an office? No, he said those that believe. These are signs that should be following all those that believe. He says that they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, right? So he, he, Jesus paid for it at the cross so that we can lay hands on the sick and them recover. Well, you know, he, he didn't pay for it at the cross that so we should go lay hands on people and them get ill. <laughs> no, he paid the price so that you could be healed today. He wants you to be healed. He wouldn't have paid the price so that, you know, he went to heaven. You know, he came here on earth, went back up to heaven, sitting there. He's praying for you right now. The scripture says he's praying for you in heaven right now. He's praying for you to get well. That's why That's why I'm here. He's praying. I believe that's how I got here is because he's praying. He, he sent me here to tell you, you don't need to be sick and ill and having being in pain and distress and stressed. No, God paid for the healing for you, amen, so that you would recover. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he healed somebody back in the, back in the old, when he was here and praying for, when he's praying for people and healed them all, he's still healing them all today. Amen. He's healing you all at the sound of my voice today. He wants you healed. He wants you well. Yeah, and he wants you to go tell other people how how good he's been to you, <laughs> so they get healed and they get well. That's that makes him look good, right? People saying that he he makes them sick, they don't make him look good. No, he wants you to have a good testimony, tell other people that you've been healed. Makes him look good. He don't want to look bad. He's he nothing's too hard for him, and he wants you. To, he wants that to be told to everybody. Nothing's too hard to him and nothing's too hard for him in your situation today. James five, the 14th verse is anyone, any, is anyone among you sick? He must call for the elder spiritual leaders of the church and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will restore the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins one to another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, a believer, can accomplish much. 
when he put into put into action and made it effective by God, it is a dynamic and can be tremendous power. So he's saying through the saints, he's healing people today. He's still reaching out to people today, and he wants to heal you right now today. Praise the Lord. Do you believe that? We're going to pray for you here in just a moment, and we're going to come into agreement. First Peter 2.24 says, Who his own self bear our sins and his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes. But notice this tense here. Now, this is New Testament. This is not the Old Testament. The Old Testament is by our stripes. We were healed, or we are healed is what it says in Isaiah 53, 5. And then you look over here, 1 Peter 2, 24, it says we were healed. There's a reason why he did that. He said we were healed. He's saying that you were healed when Jesus went to the cross. It was all paid for. It's all done. You are healed right now. We're not trying to get healed. We're not working to get healed. We're not begging God to get healed. No, he's already paid for it. You are healed right now. You just need to receive your healing. Amen. It's already been done. You are the healed of the Lord. You might want to start saying that every day. I am the healed of the Lord. It's done. And we were healed is what the Bible says. Past tense. Jesus paid for it at the cross, right? Let's look at one more scripture here. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. So God's not looking for you to be sick. He's not looking for you to not feel well. He's not looking for you to be down today, distressed and depressed and, and out. No, he wants you to be in health, health in every way. He wants you to have good health. You know, he'll even want you to take care of your body, exercise. He, he wants you in good health. Why? Why is that important to him? Well, first of all, it makes him look good, right? That he's, he's not like some of these other gods who let you just be sick and terrible and take, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take credit for that. Would you? No, he wants you to be in good health and having a good life so you can tell other people how good he is to you. But you can also fulfill the purpose he has for your life. You know, and he has a purpose for everybody listening. If you're sick all the time and you're you're down and you're in a bad way, you can't fulfill the purpose God has for your life. And God wants you to be in a good condition. He wants you to be healthy in every way. And so you can fulfill the destiny that he has for your life. You can't fulfill it that way. If you're not in the good health, he wants you in good health in every way. And he says that comes from prospering your soul. And he's prospering your soul right now with his words. His, his word is bringing health and a cure in you right now. He's prospering your soul so that you can live in divine health. Now, I know if I asked you today, you know, you know, if I, if I asked you today, do you want to do the will of God? <laughs> You'd look me in the eye, probably most of you would say, yes, I want to do the will of God, right? That's what most of you would say. That's what I would say. I'd say, I want to, I want God to be happy with my life, you know? Well, God's will is that you be healed, right? So it doesn't make him happy if you're not healed today. Do you want to do God's will? Then you want to be healed today. We need to submit to his will. He wants you healthy. He wants you to be in good condition. Submitting to the will of God is what you're doing. You're submitting to him, healing your body. Let him heal you today. Let him make your situation better today because he's a healing health. He wants a God. He's a God that wants good health for you. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to look at just a little bit. I said that was the last scripture here, but let me read this real quick to you real quick. Matthew 424. Can you can you handle just one more scripture? He said, and his frame went throughout and his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought unto him all the sick that were taken and of devils, diseases and torments and those who were possessed with devils and those that were a lunatic and those that had palsy and he healed 
them all. We, we looked at that, I believe, earlier there. But he, he healed them all, you know. And as we pray today, he wants to heal you all. Amen. We're going to pray together, and he wants to heal you today. You know, the Scripture talks about in Matthew 18, 19, again, I say to you that if two of you agree concerning anything that I shall ask, it shall be done, that you shall ask, it shall be done for them by the Father which is in heaven. We're going to agree. You can agree with me right now. We're going to agree today for healing for you, whatever your circumstance is. We're just going to go across the board here. Healing for your heart, healing for your hurt, healing for your physical health. Well, we're going to agree for that healing right now. And I believe God's going to do something wonderful for you today. There's a promise there. Matthew 18, 19 says, If two of you agree on earth, touching anything that you shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father, which is in heaven. So let's ask the Father to heal you today. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. We thank you that you're still healing today, and you're healing them all. And Father, we agree right now for total and complete healing of hurts and pains. And Father, we thank you for total healing of sickness and disease. We thank you, Father, for healing certain situations that people think, well, it's just too big for God. You're, you're fixing it with ease today, Father. And Father, we just agree for it right now in Jesus' holy name. And we give you all the praise. He didn't go to the cross for no reason. He went to the cross so that you would have healing today. And Father, we just thank you that healing is ours. And we receive it today in Jesus' holy name. And we give you all the praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer, I believe he's healed you right there where you're at. Whatever your circumstance is, he's a good God. And he's healing you right there. You're healed. Do you let his healing power work that healing and a cure in your whole body right now? He's just touching you, healing you every which way. Oh, praise the Lord. He's a good God and he's a healing God today. We thank you, Father, for you. Your power has been administered today by, by your Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father, for that in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Father. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, if you don't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus today. You say, I've heard this message and he sounds like a good God. Well, he is. He is a wonderful, wonderful father. And he wants your situation to be better than what it is right now, too. So let's pray for you to be saved. It's a whole lot better to be saved. Nothing good, you know, only good things come to those that are saved. Think about that today. This life, this afterlife, and in the future, only good things come to those that are saved and know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. So let's accept Jesus as our Lord right now. So pray this with me. Father, and then we're reading that, we're praying out of Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you want to look at that, but we're just going to pray that right now. Father, I just believe you've risen Jesus from the dead, and I confess Jesus as Lord of my life right now. Jesus be Lord of my life right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, if you pray that prayer with me, you are saved. That's what the scripture says, and you're saved right now. Praise the Lord. You say, well, Jeremiah, I'm saved. Yeah, you're saved. Amen. And you know, you might want to write down the time that you prayed this prayer here. You know, let's see. We'll be looking at here. I've got it here somewhere. Let's see. 504 here on, on Sunday of the, uh, let's see, 711. Uh, that sounds like one of our stores around here. 711-22. You are saved, praise the Lord. And you know, write that down so you don't forget. You say, well, why would I write that down? Well, the enemy is going to tell you you aren't saved. He's going to tell you all kinds of stuff, you know. Because he, he likes to come and, uh, you know, he try to take the word from you. Don't let him take the word from him. Tell him, hey, I got saved on this date, this time. 
And I am saved, praise the Lord. Start growing from there. We have over three over 300 podcasts. Get in there, get in the Word, and grow spiritually, praise the Lord. You know, and there's many, many great other ministers you can listen to, but we have lots that you can listen to there and grow spiritually. And uh, we'd love to hear about it. I'm going to look at the uh, look at the, um, uh, the the section here of comments there. Let us know that you're saved. Email me if you like it, jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear about you getting saved. Nothing, I'd tell you nothing else blesses me and Sheila more than to know that you got saved and that you're going to heaven. And we're going to dance down the streets of gold and we'll just enjoy it together. Praise the Lord. We love you. God bless you. We'll, we'll be back with you Wednesday. And, uh, of course, you might want to listen to Coffee Confessions. That should be out there about midnight tonight. God bless you. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. Thank you for listening.